0: From the Vallejo Zen Center in Vallejo, California, this is To Practice in Interesting Times with Zenki Mary Mosin, a periodic discussion of Zen practice and how it aligns with an ever-increasingly turbulent political world. Welcome. Our schedules got a little overbooked, and it turns out the primaries decided not to wait for us. A lot happened in the last month, and Mary and I hit the ground running. Okay. So here we are. It's been a little while. It's been a couple of months because we, we got busy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much we could talk about right now. Uh, it looks like uh, both of the primaries are settled. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also looks like instead of that settling things down, it seems to have just amped up the rhetoric even more. So we could talk about that. Um, but I was thinking before we got into any of that, uh, I, I noticed as I walked in Muhammad Ali's name, uh, written out on the altar in front mm-hmm. and I just thought maybe we could take a second and talk about him. Okay. Um, he is, is you know, to me, an incredibly inspiring character, the poss- probably the most famous sports personage ever mm-hmm. um, kind of known around the world what 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 do you think about Muhammad Ali when you <laughs> think about him
1: a lot you know he certainly was one of my heroes and it was partly you know it was in the it was the 60s and he came out against the war in vietnam and he said i i'm not going it. i don't have any i don't have any quarrel with those people yeah
0: <clears throat> no one ever called and, no one from vietnam ever called me the n word yeah yeah
1: and and that was really really uh, powerful back then mm-hmm. powerful anytime but especially back then and he had just won and he was the heavyweight champion of the world and he said no no yeah. oh, i won't go and and he was convicted, and he was sentenced to five years, you know, and Lost it got his overturned. License. But yeah, yes, and uh, and he didn't box for I think three years or something. But that and that, and I just reading about him after he died, just in the last two days. I had kind of forgotten his. I, for want of a better f- phrase, Black Power rhetoric. Mm-hmm. That he um, he you know he gave up his name. He called it a slave name, which in a sense it is. I mean, I don't know if it literally and or for a lot of black people it literally is a slave name. Right. And uh, uh, I don't know about his name, but but uh, close enough he was also he was uh, engaged with the Black Panthers and did a lot of speaking out yeah and, and he was uh, a lot of people thought of him as kind of dangerous
0: yeah and very much so. and
1: disruptive and so on and then and then sort of like, um, Martin Luther King Jr., you know, he became an icon, and he became revered. Mm-hmm. And people forgot, I think, that he had been you know, not only against the war, but he had been very political, and very assertive, as yeah. a black power person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and it was uh, Elijah Muhammad who gave him his name. You know, he didn't go down to the local mosque. Oh, I didn't know that. And, um, you know, I think he did. I think he did mellow. Mm-hmm. But I also think that's what we do. You know, all we all we think of with King is, uh, "I have a dream," right? And forget that he was uh, came out against the war, also at some cost to himself, mm-hmm. and and with a whole political analysis of it, and. He also um, was engaged in supporting a sanitation worker strike when he was killed. And he became right. much more involved with economic justice. Right.
0: In fact, I've heard that the sanitation worker speech that he gave, which I think was the last one yes, he it gave. Was. So yes, it was.
1: And, but I'm just saying that, that we sort of sanitize our... Are uh, probably not just black leaders. Well, uh, when when Reagan died, he was all of a sudden, everybody was saying what a great guy he was and what a hero, and they sort of forgot about some of the things that a lot of people found problematic.
0: <laughs> well, a lot of us looked around and said, in what way?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's also we do this thing about not speaking ill of the dead, but sure. But for Ali, that happened a long time ago. That he became sanctified
0: <laughs> but, is, but is he
1: it? was and he wasn't really he was admirable and he was admirable the way he you know he had parkinson's and he became less active but he didn't disappear yeah you know when he uh, the picture of him lighting the olympic torch mm-hmm. and his hand is doing that characteristic kind of his other hand was doing that right. shaking right. and mm-hmm. i tremendously admire him for that
0: yeah absolutely and isn't he interesting in that he is one of those rare people who became as you point out, he became sanctified. He became mm-hmm. turned into a hero and was large enough to live into that skin.
1: well, that's true. and and uh, and I think he beca- he I don't know how much hating he did, but he was you know he was much more you know, black power and black practice, not separatist exactly, but that he came to i Little- think yeah. really understand. That hating isn't useful
0: yeah yeah and, and he, he definitely I mean I think we sometimes use the word use the term he softened to mean uh, he became maybe a little more embracing uh, as he got older but mm-hmm. then also as he got older a lot less people were yelling at him and trying to put him in jail so you could kind <laughs> of understand why
1: Well, and, and we came to understand more about about I am discrimination will do, but it's not the word that I really want. Oppression
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just how bad it was, and I don't, I don't think in in the in the civil rights movement you saw what happened to those people that were marching, or the kids at the you know, lunch counters, and, or on people on buses, or people not on buses. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't feel it the way people, I think we feel it now, partly because we see it because everybody has cell phones and stuff so then it becomes real to you, Mm -hmm. just like I'm going to we can come back to this, but I told you that I saw the ad called Grace Mm -hmm. that some Clinton super PAC put out right? uh, and it actually showed Donald Trump mocking A disabled reporter, Mm -hmm. and that I knew that I'd heard it, I'd heard about it, but I never saw it. And then when I saw it, then I believed it in a different way. Yeah, you know. And I think that that's how it is. Part of what's going on nowadays about um, Black Lives Matter—that we see this, we see people Mm -hmm. get beaten, and we see people get shot, and and so you can't you can't just intellectualize it.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. And, you know, we've, we've talked about, in, in these podcasts before, we've talked about um, Emmett Till mm-hmm. and how it, it's not that this was the first time this had happened in the South. It mm-hmm. was the first time that the entire nation saw evidence of it, mm-hmm. you know, saw some pictures and heard people that were there. and And it was shocking. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I was reading about, the Kennedy assassination. I was actually in Dallas recently, as you know, and uh, I stood on the grassy knoll. And um, uh, the Kennedy assassination, where this was the first time anyone had any sense of of a president being assassinated, or, or hardly any huge public figure being assassinated. But suddenly, in 1963, there were a lot of televisions. And it was broadcast twenty four hours, and the reality of it becomes a a different thing at that point. It can be slippery too, because the reality of it can then be defined by the person holding the camera.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But I think, like we were saying, we were talking about before with the Trump ad. uh, My first reaction was to try and say. He couldn't have understood what he was doing there. It must have been taken out of context. And then watching the head again, it's clear. At least it seems clear to me.
1: I mean, it's one of the many useful things to remember is that you can't be in another person's head, really, mm-hmm. or in their gut or whatever. And I mean, yes, I think it's, it's uh, appropriate to hold him responsible for it, what mm-hmm. he said and did. So I'm not saying that. But I. But you said, of course, he knew. I don't know how much he knows, because I, it, it's not clear to me how much self control he has or how self aware he is. There's a. There seems to be a an inclination, I'll say, to to strike back when he feels threatened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I don't think i don't have the impression that he thinks about it you know so in that way he doesn't exactly know he just said you know what is it, rosie o'donnell's fat ass you know he right. just he it just blah it just comes out
0: well so i think that so the distinction you're kind of making is not so much I, 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 what i was sort of saying was that he did something without actually having seen the guy he was referencing oh. or something like that. I think the distinction you're making is a really good one is whether he had any decision making ability about what he did. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which, terrifyingly enough, for someone who has a real good shot at being the next president of the United States, I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like he has a lot of control over this.
1: No, that's, that's what I find frightening. I mean, he was criticized his, his victory talk last night was criticized as being kind of by road he he used a teleprompter mm-hmm. and he was kind of on message or something
0: yeah
1: so so like Rachel Maddow and other people and I heard it again today cuz i turned it on briefly i wanted to see what the results were in california at the end and um and i heard it again you know that he was criticized for not not being he wasn't being Donald Trump, and uh, so that when he did sort of be on message and do mm-hmm. do it right, right, you know, then he gets <laughs> poor guy gets criticized for that. Okay. But I don't, I don't think that that is who he is. No,
0: I don't and, think so either.
1: And um, and I do worry about that. I do find it. I do find it frightening because. He should know he should know what he's doing and what he's saying if he wants to be the leader of the free world the most powerful yeah, you, man you in the would, world oh. and, and, I, and the fact that I don't think he does have full control is not in my view like a mark in his favor and doesn't excuse him and, you know, I keep thinking you know in the law we say uh, that somebody knew or should have known mm-hmm. and then therefore they're charged with knowing you know, even if they actually right. didn't know but they all signs pointed that way and <laughs> we find it difficult to believe that you didn't know and so we'll hold you responsible because you should have known
0: does that fall into the category of ignorance the, the law being no excuse
1: no no it, it's not like that it's its uh, maybe in, in um, a, a negligence case where there were all kinds of indications that a uh, swimming pool was Dangerous. Mm, I see. And yeah. And four kids had I'm going to exaggerate. Four kids had drowned in there when the last year and and you still didn't put up a fence around your swimming pool and there you lived in a neighborhood with a lot of kids. Right. Well, you either knew it was dangerous or you should have known it was dangerous. Right. And we're gonna hold you to knowing it was dangerous and hold you liable when the next kid drowns in there. Right. And so that's a that's an example.
0: It's 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 an interesting point of view to, to take when we're talking about um, Donald Trump in particular. Like we we could look back at electing George Bush twice and say, well, there's potential that we might not have understood that he was going to start multiple wars and build prison camps and and do stuff like that because that was not in, something that was necessarily in his background. Um, it would be very difficult for us to say after having elected a president trump if he did something like that as you say mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. should have known that's right <laughs> like,
1: i think that's right i think that's right i think we we as a country as people in this country are, we we can be charged with knowing that that he he has <clears throat> not, it's not just a temper it's something um
0: it's
1: a rage. Well, but it, it's it's a need. It, it's a defensiveness. It's a need to lash out at what he experiences, I think, as a threat. And mm-hmm. he experiences a lot of threats. Yeah. And, and he needs, you know, the stuff about his hands and his short fingers. I mean, he needed to go on and on and on about that I know he
0: needed to and, repeat it mm-hmm. yeah
1: and then there was somebody I forget I, I you know this is like Stephen Colbert's or, or John Oliver's version I don't know but mm-hmm. you know that he needed to keep bringing it up and not just with one person but a lot and right. you know
0: hello it's yeah it's, it it strikes me as, as incredibly dysfunctional yeah but, but then, you know, let me, let me take the other side of this so that we're not piling on too much. Uh, so We say, yeah, we, we, we should have known, you know, if, if he gets elected and he does something really, really nuts, it's very hard to say, well, how could we have seen that coming? At the same time, you know, Senator Clinton voted for the Iraq War and voted for the Patriot Act twice, I think. I'm not positive. At least once. And so could not we turn around and say, well, she's the only one that actually did it.
1: Well, yes, you could say that. But uh, she says that the vote for the Iraq War was a mistake and she was misled because she and everybody else was told right. there were weapons of mass destruction. i never forget Colin Powell with his pointer, <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that he feels bad. But at any rate, uh, I think that I just wouldn't put it that way. And I think that there is something, you know, you, you one needs to be clear-eyed, and and I think that Donald Trump is more dangerous Mm -hmm. but she's been a hawk all of her political life
0: that's right and there's no
1: reason to think that she's suddenly going to not be a hawk right and she's willing to get into um adventures Mm -hmm. and and she does I mentioned to you before we started about um Carl Bernstein and Gail Sheehy both of whom have written like biographies of I don't know if it's both of them or her right the Clintons and and Carl Bernstein said that she was lying about the emails and Gail Sheehy said that she tends she her biggest problem is denial which she used originally it was her her coping mechanism given her family situation but that it became kind of a habit Mm -hmm. and a way of coping and that she's too good much too good at compartmentalizing and it leads her to be dishonest right and so and that that I'm really sorry to hear it but I believe it Mm -hmm. sounds and makes sense to me and and it that's a little frightening so there's it's, it's, it's you know it's all it's, terrifying. it's all scary Yeah. Well, I, terrifying is a big word
0: <laughs> well I, I, I guess I, it, it's funny in, in some ways we sit down and we have these talks and and the, there's ideas that come out of it that we're kind of working out in in this particular case I'm saying these things to you about Senator Clinton because I'm hoping you make me feel better
1: about it <laughs> I'm so sorry
0: <laughs> I, don't, I
1: don't think so I mean I do think she was um, she was impressive last night, mm-hmm. and and she allowed herself to show a more feminine side mm-hmm. and grandmotherly and all that. And I think that Bernie Sanders has pushed her to the left. And somebody said, I don't remember who, uh, that that the positions. That he's pushed her to are actually things that she does believe, yeah, and has I always think believed. I that a couple and of times. and uh, and but she's you know she's always be, she's become or always has been more practical than Bernie Sanders, and she's interested in getting things done, and so you know she's not going to say free college tuition for everybody,
0: right?
1: And because that's not going to happen, and I don't know when.
0: Well, you know, to to listen to I, I heard Robert Reich talking about this last week, who is her longtime friend but has been supporting Bernie right. Sanders, and someone asked him that exact question, and he said, "Well, I don't know anyone that's ever won the presidency with small ideas," mm. and I thought that was that was an excellent point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think that's not true. From you know, I don't know Calvin Coolidge or those. Kind of people. <laughs> well, there's some but,
0: people that stumble into yeah, it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but recently. That may be, and, and, and it's not a bad, you, know, you, can, you can say it, but, but uh, it's important to be clear that, at least yourself, that it's, it's something to work towards, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and single-payer health care, too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not going to happen in my lifetime, and maybe it will, but not in the near future. I don't think, and um so how you say it matters, you know, if you say it in a way that leads i mean this is really condescending, I mean leads these young people to think that this is gonna happen, <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: without their doing a huge amount of organizing and electing people to city council and electing people to state assembly mm-hmm. da, 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 and building this, and also maybe it's necessary for the Republican Party to implode, which may happen. And then if it gets sort of reorganized and there are people, like Barbara Boxer was on the radio this morning on on forum and Mm -hmm. talking about how when she started out and she was on the Board of Supervisors in San Francisco, some of the biggest environmentalists were Republicans. And there were Republicans that were pro-choice and so on. And nowadays, she kept. She was saying, "If they if they express those kind of thoughts, they get primaried. <laughs> <laughs> I'd had, I had not heard that word used that way, but it, I know what she means.
0: But yeah, you do
1: <laughs> and, and it's just too bad. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I just think. Uh, I worry about. You know, it's like it's like it's like Trump saying. Uh, I'm gonna make America great again, or I'm gonna do this, uh, and, and I'm gonna make us prosperous, and now I'm gonna make sure everybody has a job. Don't you worry, I can do this. Right. Uh, like, how? Yeah. And and uh, and so when Sandra says everybody gets free college tuition, you know, that I I still I want to say, you? how? Well, not exactly the same, but it right. it has a little bit of that to it.
0: Right. right. I. Let's talk for a second about the, these young people, mm-hmm. these, these kids. <laughs> that, and, and, yeah,
1: I'm 72, I get to say that.
0: <laughs> you do not. But I think that um, poss- possibly one of the, the biggest mistakes I'm seeing, what w- well, looks to me like a mistake, and, and I don't think Senator Clinton's making this, but I see this a lot with the press and, and a lot of Clinton supporters is mm-hmm. saying you guys shut up now. Oh. And, and she's not doing that. I want to, I want to be fair. She, she's been trying to be very embracing mm-hmm. about this. Um, but I think it's a deadly thing for them to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, ultimately, yes, it's been pretty contentious. And there's been a lot of ugliness. And it really hasn't been warranted in, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. But now that... that you know, Clinton is, is the nominee, mm-hmm. um, in spite of what anyone's going to tell you about the math, she is. Mm-hmm. Um, people need to give all of these young people who walked into politics like walking into a buzzsaw some comfort here. Yeah.
1: That's right. <laughs> and, well, more than, and, and, and and a lot of respect, mm-hmm. which she did last night in her talk. And yeah. I think her her what do you call them, operatives or whatever have been, mm-hmm. and these I think these young people actually uh, have more experience in that a lot of them I think they that this is growing out of the Occupy movement and the Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter movement and whatever else, mm-hmm. um, lots of stuff on campuses these days and so on, and so I think they're probably more savvy than that. And there's some truth to what you say. And it is a concern. And I think that Bernie Sanders has a tremendous amount of power here. Mm -hmm. And he can use it to unify people and to bring them along. Or he can use it as, you use the word, naturization. (laughs) If he does, if he runs... Yeah. Then maybe Donald Trump will get elected, well, and I, that's yeah. a that's a frightening thing to me, and I don't know. I don't know what. Um, I don't know what's going on with Bernie Sanders and whether he kind of. I don't know. He's like it. It all his ideas really took off, which is good, mm-hmm. I think, but that he maybe believed it a
0: little too much you know there's something there's something very here I'll, I'll coin another one <laughs> there's something very Johnsonian about what Sanders seems to have been pushing for a while which is if I can give the people a voice that can do whatever they And and that's where when you say
1: Johnsonian, you mean LBJ? Yeah. Uh
0: Which you know the the his the first Civil Rights Act that he got passed when he was still in the Senate was very much that he was like I can't get them anything else the the South will stonewall me but I can I can at least make it so they can't stop people from voting Mm. and if they can vote they can start pushing people out Uh and there's something very much like that about Sanders. Run, I think, where you know a lot of people have criticized him for not taking on the issue very many issues outside of economics, but mm-hmm. he seems to be coming in and saying, I'm trying to give you the process back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and 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 it's been very resounding. And of course, the flip side of that is that people who are supporting him are in this incredibly complicated process. I mean, I'm, I'm 49, I've not reached your lofty height, but I'm 49, I still don't quite understand it. And the people are walking in and they're dismayed and they're saying, yeah, you're right, this is weirdly inequitable and, and this is, it, it's all run by money. And we want to change that. I know, it's like, uh, I'm shocked that there's it's, gambling well, in this establishment. <laughs> right,
1: right, well, I mean, for me, you see, it's it's, it's reminiscent of um, Eugene McCarthy. Mm-hmm. And um, not Dukakis so much. There's somebody else I was trying to think of. McGovern. Mm-hmm. You know, and these people are... Don't kill me, Mother. Adlai Stevenson. <laughs> um, I mean, she loved Adlai Stevenson. A lot of people did. Yeah. Well, with reason, but yeah. You know, but there were, you know, these people. People get all um, excited mm-hmm. about folks that don't seem to be able to win, and yeah. and it's concerning to me, and I and I feel like I've been burned enough time but I, and i have been mm-hmm. really enthusiastic like that mm-hmm. and and you hear people on kpfa and so on and they say yeah well now if people really understood and then they'll uh, just wait and they'll listen and they'll get it that this is really in their interest and i think well
0: really they
1: haven't idea. yet i wish they would but they they don't they vote against their own self interest. What's the matter with Kansas? <laughs> and you know, there's that's a book. Yes. Okay. So um so I don't I don't know. I just don't know. And 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 I I worry that I'm, you know, becoming too cynical or a uh, stick in the mud or something like that. Well, I'm not that concerned but about myself too. I uh and I am concerned when I look in you know, i have a big T V. Mm-hmm and there's a Sanders and look in his eyes and I think
0: I don't I don't know I'm I'm a little worried about him so I like, you know he, he's never given any indication that he's going to do anything but drop out at, at the end of the race he I think he's gonna go all the way with it but I, I think partially why I was making that that run about, about about him trying to give people a voice and and Mm -hmm. move money out of the way which who knows maybe it's not possible But he's convinced enough people that it is and then shown them the ugliness of it that Senator Clinton's side is going is forced to reckon with that.
1: Well, that's right Well, and I well, I don't know what she would have you know, she gets a lot of money, but what she would have thought if, you know, if there were like a level playing field mm-hmm. for uh, public financing, right. I I don't know, but it's you know it hasn't happened. I wish to God it would, and of course, I think that you know Nader cost Gore the election, and that cost us Citizens United. That's the way I think.
0: I, I would disagree with. Well, I,
1: I man, hope but. I'm wrong.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, what part of it?
0: Um, I don't think Nader cost Gore the election. In Florida? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. There, there were at least four other candidates in Florida that had they not run, uh, Gore would have won. It, it, the, Nader got very little of the vote in Florida, and I, I don't know. I think that it's, it's become a real stigma to have voted for Nader, which mm. I did.
1: <laughs> I did too, but I was in California, right. where it didn't matter.
0: That's right. You know, it's, it's easy for me to say I'm, I'm. I might vote for Jill Stein. Like I, I can do that. I'm in California. If I was in Florida, I probably
1: wouldn't. have. Right. Anyway, I, it, that may not. I, I, I believe you. I never studied the Florida election that carefully, um, but, but that kind of thing happens, mm-hmm. and
0: it does. And it scares me. It's the reality of it.
1: Right, and I maybe because I used to be a lawyer, whatever. Anyway, I, I do. I think a lot about the Supreme Court.
0: Oh yeah, and and I what are we gonna have about three seats in the next two terms? Could like, all be. Yeah, it's 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 really scary. But but part of this, I mean, you can look at it as an opportunity for the Democratic side. They now have all of these voters they didn't have before if you very carefully usher them in mm-hmm. and say we want to work with you to make these changes that's you right well <laughs> you're going to win this election
1: well i think they you know they probably will get <clears throat> i heard some of the end of the super delegates, and uh i think it's, i think it's fine and but you know hillary clinton says that you know right about now when she ran against obama in 2008 mm-hmm. she dropped her candidacy Yeah. And she busted her ass to work for him, yeah. and she was giving you know, she had a big, prominent place. She nominated him, I think, and uh, that's a big speech mm-hmm. at the convention, and she probably got Secretary of State at that time <laughs> and whatever, mm-hmm. and she worked very hard to convince her supporters to support Barack Obama, yeah, and that's the piece, I hope to see from him that he uh, and, and it's fine with me if he takes it all the way to the convention and there's a Washington D.C. primary next yeah. Tuesday and that's the last one I think and fine I, I wish he would stop you know trying to um, go after the people that are super delegates that have already uh, committed to her partly just because it's a fool's errand. Cause yes. Those are polls. And she's won the nomination. And they're not going to change their mind.
0: No, I mean, she's, and, she's won the popular vote. And that's really the bottom line as the superdelegates
1: go. Right. And, 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 uh, but I've just, I know, I used to be active in the Democratic Party mm-hmm. in Oakland. I know who those people are. Yeah. And they're people that run for city council or do things like that. And they care about it, but they also are politically ambitious. Yeah. And if you're a politically ambitious, Democrat, <laughs> you're, you're not going to betray a Clinton. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, if you've already committed to a Clinton, you're not going to back out. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so it just seems like, I mean, you could go I could, uh, criticize the system, mm-hmm. change the system, but to go after Ralph and Sally, I don't. I just feels. Um, kind of mean spirited. Yeah, at this point, that's the kind of thing, and I worry about that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm concerned about that too. I, I, I think I think you could make an argument that the the kind of fervor that he's whipped up, he has to let back down. Uh-huh. And and running this all the way out to the end is part of that process. Well,
1: I think that may be, but how do you run it? You know, it's it's like the speech he gave last night. He didn't mention super delegates, mm-hmm. and he didn't mention I don't know some and other theme that he her. well he did. But um, there yeah. were two things that this reporter said that he's been emphasizing at his rallies, yeah. and he didn't do that last night. Yeah. And then today, I hear that he's still going after super delegates. So well, well, but he didn't say it last mm-hmm. night. It wasn't much. It was a um, it was a fiery speech. Mm-hmm. And it hit the issues that he's been hitting, but it didn't. It didn't go into attack the Democratic um, establishment mode. Right. And uh, and as yes, he said that he got a gracious call from her and a kind call from the president.
0: Yeah, and and as I understand it, he is going to meet with the president tomorrow. Yes, and I, By I his request exactly. supposedly.
1: That's what I heard. <laughs> I mean, what do we know? That that sounds
0: like like a, someone setting up a landing strip.
1: I hope so. Mm. I hope so. I, I uh, you know, I. They need to cut their deals about it. He, apparently, he was his people were happy that they were given. A decent amount of representation on the rules committees.
0: It was a, so, an amazing amount of
1: representation. So, so. Yeah. now and young you people may not understand all it. that, but that's a, that's great. You know, yeah. that's a big deal, and so maybe they'll cut their deals about what, you know, what kind of role he'll have in the convention, and it should be big. He
0: I he, he may be looking so maybe for
1: that position to, as well. Uh, I don't know. I'd be surprised. I mean, I, I he may be, and he just doesn't seem like a a team player.
0: No, he doesn't. And
1: uh, and he's not been a very effective senator in terms of getting things done. And maybe it's partly because he's from Vermont.
0: You know, uh, I'm not sure that that's true. Um, he he has gotten a not a huge number of bills passed, but. Uh, know per per year he's gotten as many as senator clinton has and he was sort of known as the amendment king (laughs) so a lot of his legislation is piggybacked stuff Mm -hmm. which i know is ugly business sometimes but that's how he got things done so uh...
1: okay well i i am not an expert on on him i just um And I get—I'm just worried. Yeah. And I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> and I hope it plays out well. And <clears throat> I think she's handled it very well.
0: hmm I I agree, and I think that at this point, there needs to be just a for whatever good this will do. There needs to be a real call call for calm across the Democratic Party. It's like, look, we can win this. <laughs> stop yelling at each other stop insulting well, each other well
1: now Obama can probably be more active yeah. because it's decided who the nominee is yeah. so he doesn't have to worry about like taking sides or something like that so we'll see we will see yeah. but um, and it's it's always it's hard it's hard because there's nobody there's nobody inspiring with it, it as I haven't been inspired. I was inspired by Obama to some extent, though he wasn't my first choice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But still, there's something thrilling about it.
0: Yeah.
1: And before that.
0: Yeah, well, I know. <laughs>
1: Robert Kennedy, when he when he's actually running for office, that was he was inspiring. Right. That's uh. I know. It's a long time ago.
0: It's a long time ago. I mean, maybe maybe the job now is not necessarily to be an inspiring leader maybe the job is to be an effective businessman I don't know
1: oh no there's a wonderful book it's called the autobiography of Lincoln Steffens mm-hmm. he was a muckraker It's a long time ago mm-hmm. and it's a great relevant book and one of the things he explores in there is the what he comes to understand is the fallacy of good business government
0: yeah
1: it it doesn't work the same
0: yeah i I don't mean in the way that that trump considers himself a good businessman i don't mean someone that goes out and makes money because that's not government's job but i mean in the way that someone is very uh, methodical and professional and you know kind of does his deals and Quietly, and I, you know, someone that is not necessarily standing up and making loud, inspiring speeches.
1: We'll see, I mean, Obama had some of that.
0: Yeah, he he, he, he did. Please join us at the Vallejo Zen Center. We do many informal sits and formal services throughout the week, and there is Zazen instruction available on Saturday mornings if you're new to sitting. The complete calendar, as well as how to contact Mary, is available on our website, vallejozencenter.org. Thanks for listening.